In the coffee hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Terrific Tuesday because we have a terrific guest in studio. Yeah, See? I would agree with that. There's nothing to <laughs> alliterate with alliteration, though, so I, I don't have a day that goes with like alliteration. Oh, man. It's not a good one. But That's... see, our, our guests are starting to send in a fun little... This is true. ...fun little uh, alliterated right. days that we can use. That's so. right. <laughs> we have uh, two important topics on deck today. Yes. Uh, how... Um, one organization has made a huge difference in the lives of individuals here in St. Louis, particularly individuals facing homelessness and how you can be a part of that as well um, in some some simple ways and some ways that, that take some some muscle too, some effort, some effort, some elbow <laughs> grease. Uh, so we're going to talk about that in just a little bit and uh, what's happening uh, in the in Nebraska and surrounding mm-hmm. states with flooding. We're going to get an update from LCMS disaster response as well. Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. That's cuw.edu. Joining us in studio this morning, Deaconess Dr. Kim Shave. She's the CEO of Humanity. <laughs> I love saying. That. He was so See, excited to write that email to you and be like, I can write Deacon's doctor. Oh, it still just doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> Deacon's doctor, Kim Shave, uh, CEO of Humanitry uh, here in St. Louis. Kim, always a joy to have you in studio and love hearing the the, uh, the updates on the work of Humanitry here in St. Louis. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. We could call it Transformational Tuesday. There we go. Tuesday. Much okay. better. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better. I can't even call myself alliteration, Andy, because all the better like alliterations come from our guests. So. Yeah, well. Uh, how, Kim, <laughs> how has a humanity made a difference in the lives of those facing homelessness here in the St. Louis area? This has been since, what, 2006? Yeah, there was a merger in 2006, but the organization originally was at work well over 130 years ago. There was a Lutheran mm-hmm. pastor in town, along with some deaconesses, believe it or not that really saw the need to reach out to some of the the, um, street children that were homeless at the time in the city, especially. So through the years, it's evolved. It's changed um, a little bit. But as of now, yeah, since 2006, we were renamed Humanitry through a merger of three organizations. And um, now our primary focus is uh, with our transformational housing program, where we're really trying to transform the lives of families that are homeless in the St. Louis area. We, we're different from shelters in that we serve families. Typically, it's a single mom or perhaps it's a married couple as well that have multiple children, one or more children. Um, I think our average family has two children. How have you seen a difference in, in the, the work that Humanity does in, in your time there? Yeah, so I just celebrated my one-year anniversary. Um, just, wow, it's been a great year. It's just been so much fun to just really dig in and work hard to try to reestablish our connections with the Lutheran churches and the Lutheran community. We had been um, heavily government grant-funded in the past, and um, we our board had made a decision a couple years ago to go in a different direction and really seek out private funding in a way that would allow us to perform the services or offer the services that we do in a way that's truly helpful. The government funding was really funding rapid rehousing where you pretty much get someone into a house, a lease in their name, you step away, you're done. And that doesn't treat the root cause of what caused them to be homeless in the first place. So mm-hmm. our program is about 18 months to 24 months. And we are truly working with the families um, on household management skills, parenting skills, helping them to save, helping them with employment skills or finding employment if they don't have jobs. 
and truly transforming lives. And where have you seen that that transformation happen? Share with me a story of how you Okay, I was thinking of someone who we have been recently helping who's just been wonderful and she's just been so thankful and very much um, full of faith. I think her faith has been restored and renewed quite a bit with the help of Humanity in finding us. She had been living in a subpar apartment. Her landlord was required to make some uh, required updates in the apartment he refused to do it and as a result she had to move out it was no longer up to code so she had to move out we'll call her rose Um, she has three children and she was really desperately searching for a way to move forward and had nowhere to turn she was actually able to turn to her pastor and her church was able to help her out for a few nights in a hotel but as she was going from agency to agency she just was somewhat told the same thing we can't help you here call this number here try this agency and for some reason she she thought of humanity was in some way connected to us in the past decided to give us a call decided at the last minute you know what i'm not going to call i'm just going to show up there she would credit <laughs> that to the holy spirit or god kind of giving her that little nudge to come in and when she came in her little daughter was with her as well and our director of programs was the one that actually interacted with her and uh, she even states i have a couple quotes where she is shared with us what that experience was like. She really thought that our director of programs, her name is Amy, that she was just going to give her another number. She could just sort of see it in her eyes. And then something stopped, um, Amy mid-sentence, and just she decided, you know, let's go talk in private here in this room. Well, Amy, who was just a very wonderful long-term employee of ours, had been a former client of ours, and she could just mm-hmm. see something different with Rose that needed to be addressed. And after their conversation, we realized that she would be a really good fit with our program. We happened to have some availability to put her into a housing unit. Um, and her daughter was with her. And this quote that she gives us, I'll read, was just so foundational for us. And again, just as we're transforming lives, they're transforming us as well, realizing that we're doing the work of God. And, um, you know, some days you feel like you don't know if you're helping. And this was an example where we really felt like God brought her to us and he was using her to help us too. So her little girl had kind of looked at her. She was upset. She kind of had some tears in her eyes and kind of coming down her face. And when they walked out of humanity, her daughter said to her, Mama, you look different. Like you aren't mad anymore. I said to her, I wasn't. I felt like all the weight had been lifted off me. I was finally heard and someone was going to give us a chance. And after that, she was able to move into one of our programs. She's into one of our housing units. She's been working our program diligently. Um, was able to finish her externship that she was in lieu of um, it was in jeopardy because she didn't have a place to live to be able to make sure her children had a safe place to stay and um, just having to bounce around makes it very difficult to try to continue on with your regular goals that you've set for yourself in life so she's since been able to find a job a very good job um, and has been certified in her field a medical technology type position so um, just a wonderful wonderful story of God at work and people who are willing to really put the effort in and the work to try to change their lives around for their own sake and for the sake of their children. We get to see that and it's such a blessing. How that, 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 that story uh, of Rose, how that not only changes Rose's life, but the, the path for her children mm-hmm. right. and then what yeah. that means for a community too, as well. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, our actions, <laughs> not only in, uh, what happens to us not only affects us individually, but our families uh, and our communities as well. What that means for them and and uh, those they're connected with. What are the the needs in St. Louis? Um, you know, what are the stories, uh, the, the numbers regarding stories that are similar to Rose's? What does it look like, uh, the needs yeah, in St. Louis? It's, it's homelessness for families is a little bit different than with individuals. They have shelters or some choose to live on the street. They have 
their own family, so to speak, that they've developed. But when you have a mother or a father who has children and they know there's a little bit more required of them, they need to care for them, make sure that they're protecting them, keeping them safe. It's a little bit different. And it's also very difficult to find housing for families, which is where we come in and really fill that niche. So for families, typically, uh, and there are well over 5,000 of them in St. Louis children, I should say, that are without homes based on the public school district records. And they're basically couch surfing and they're moving from home to home, which is just not giving those children the kind of stability that they need to, to perform well in school, um, to just be able to get the type of sleep. We were talking about the time change and mm-hmm. how we're struggling. <laughs> but you think about a little child that has nowhere safe to sleep. They don't have their own bed. And what that does when they're trying to go to school and, and just you know live a very difficult life in circumstances that the rest of us really aren't really closely familiar with it. It just really adds up. So with our program, we're not only able to serve the parents, but we have opportunities to interact with the children and show them a different way forward as well. Yeah. So we have we have some opportunities to uh, support the work yes. of Humanitry. Yes. Uh, one of those is coming up uh, next month in about a month. Yes. Trivia night. St. Louis style. And good St. Louis, Louis fashion. <laughs> it is. Not being from here, my first trivia night I attended last year was for Humanitry. We have another one coming up. Yes, April 26th. And you can get more information on our website. But any of the proceeds from that is going directly to serve the homeless families, not only maintaining the homes that we have in our Uh, our cadre of of properties that we own, but also for the services that we provide and the material goods that we provide for them. When they come into our program, they don't just get a roof over their head. We furnish the entire unit. We try to help them with the food and supply needs as well. And so Trivia Night is one way that that you can support the work of Humanitary, but also you need some elbow grease too, right? Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about volunteering with Humanitary. We have just about a minute and a half. Okay. We are rolling out our new volunteer program. If you're interested, feel free to go to our website and we'll connect you. Uh, Yeah, so we have lots of opportunities. We have group sessions with our clients where they're learning new skills or they're dealing with some counseling type issues and they bring their children. So we have child care needs. We have events throughout the year that we would welcome people to help us to plan and Um, carry those events out in a helpful, organized manner. Uh, We have properties that we own where we're always looking for people that are interested in mowing or doing light maintenance for us. Uh, Boy, the list is long. I could go on and on, but we have information on our website that we would be happy to um, be able to connect with people if they have an interest. So we'll provide a link to the website as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those not familiar with how you spell humanity, (laughs) H-U-M-A-N, I. T-R-I. Excellent. Right? You get an A. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Good job. I, I've typed it enough times. To right. Yes, I still me. struggle with it. The spell check gets it every time. And, <laughs> right? I know. Yep. org is the site where you can find out more information about the great work that they're doing here and how you can be a part of that as well and help uh, see some more of those transformational stories. Uh, our guest today, Deaconess Dr. Kim Shave. She's CEO for Humanitry. And again, the date for that, uh, tr- that uh, trivia night. April 26th. 26th. Very good. Thanks so much, Kim, for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll learn more about uh, what the flooding that's happening in Nebraska and Mm -hmm. the surrounding states. And the um, response. The response to Mm -hmm. that as well, what the needs are and uh, how um, there are already some actions uh, to to help provide uh, recovery for them as well. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.